that you decided to join in with us today. Let me first say good morning to those of you who have decided to come in and worship with us in our sanctuary this morning. We are happy and glad to see you. And then those of you who are watching all over the world, we are so happy that you decided to join in with us. You could have been on any stream anywhere, but you decided to tune in to the birthplace. And for that, we are grateful. Go ahead and share it with your friends. Share with your neighbors. Let them know that you're listening to the birthplace of gospel music. Now, come on, lift your voice all over this place and tell the Lord, hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. one verse, the 20th verse, reading the NIV version, and it simply says, though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. The word of God is already blessed. Amen. Yet you gave 
Hallelujah in this place. Hallelujah in this place. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. To God be the glory 
for the great things he has done. Has God done any great things in your life? Hallelujah in this place. To God be the glory. Amen. We thank God for our special guests this morning as they have rendered their gifts today. Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are so grateful for your presence, for uh, the few that are with us uh, in person this morning, and then to all of you who are watching uh, stream as we stream live this Sunday. We are grateful for your presence, and we pray that something is said or uttered or sung will speak to the needs of those who have gathered here in faith. God is worthy to be praised, and in spite of all that we hear, in spite of all that we see, there are two or three witnesses in this building and on that stream that know that God is worthy to be praised. Amen. As Minister King has already said, and we're going to reiterate, please share this service with your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. Have them join with you, with us in this worship service. You can do it. Uh, uh, share it via Facebook Live, or if you are on YouTube, you can like our page, and we would be so grateful for your presence. Let's don't get back to the way of doing things. You know, we all seem to turn up for Easter Sunday, and that's to, to God be the glory, because that's the most important uh, a holy day for us. But this is the Sunday after Resurrection Sunday, and God is still worthy to be praised. So get up out your bed, get up out your bed, call your friends and neighbors, tell them to join you for worship, because God just does not bless you on Easter and Christmas. But God blesses you every single day that you wake up and you touch yourself and you are alive. Amen. Just a couple of quick announcements. We have resumed Bible study, our Zoom Bible study on Wednesday evening. Uh, we have resumed that and we start at 6.15 with prayer. And then at 6.30, we go right into Bible study. So please join us. You can go to our website to get that address for our Zoom Bible study uh, as we continue to study God's word. Also, we want you to know if there are members who are in need of the vaccine, we have access to a few slots, the two-dose vaccines for those who are in category 1A, 1B, or 1C. Now, 1C includes residents with high-risk medical conditions, restaurant staff, media, construction, government workers, so please call the church today today and let us know if you uh, need, uh, would like to have the vaccine. We have a limited number and we've already gotten some people who have already called and it is first come first serve. We recognize that this is one of the best ways to protect our community. And as I have often said, do not complain that there are medical disparities or health disparities in the African-American community. And then when we have something available, we don't take advantage of it. Don't complain. Don't complain. And then don't take advantage of it. And so I know that there's some hesitancy. I respect that. I know the history. I understand that. 
but we have to recognize that over 550,000 people have died in this country alone. And we want to take advantage of that. And I am a witness. I am fully vaccinated, uh, as is my whole family. And so we all still well. You don't see nothing growing out of my head. Uh, You don't see nothing on the side of my mouth. We are all here. So I'm a witness. I'm a witness. And so we want to do what's prudent, what's wise. Do your research. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. So do your research and then make an intelligent decision for you and your family. Amen. Amen. Ebenezer, we want to continue to thank you for what your graciousness as relates to all of the outreach that we have done uh, over the uh, Lenten season. Praise God for your willingness uh, to do that. And again, I want to say thank you publicly for all of you. I still are getting cards uh, from members and friends uh, congratulate me on my second year as the senior pastor here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to answer every single card or letter with a personal thank you. Uh, so stand by. You should be getting something soon. But I want you to know on behalf of me and my wife, Dr. Pamela Pearson, that we are so grateful for your thoughtfulness. Know that we know that you didn't have to do it, but you did. And we are most, most grateful. Let us continue in worship as we have our music ministry lead us in this time of worship. Praise the Lord, everybody. Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, watch y'all put y'all hands together with me right there. Come on. Woo! Come on, many have made it, but we made it to the sanctuary without a scratch on our body. Come on, let's just not made it today. Come on. We're going to start right here. Great things for me. He has done great things. 
Lord God, we ask that you would not just double and triple our gifts, God, but God, we ask that you would have us use them for your glory so that we can continue to do the kingdom business of this place. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. of our worship it's prayer time the altar is open and if you are in the building we invite you just to stand if you choose as opposed to coming down the aisle and for those who are watching on live stream we have uh, many names that I want to lift this morning. Want to lift in prayer, continue to lift in prayer. Eloise Davis, Brother Kenneth Sexton, Mary Burton, Al Burton. We're praying for Vicki and Marnita's parents, Brother Alfred Moore who is in the hospital today, praying for their mom, Virgie Moore, remembering in prayer, Reverend Mary Alice Gray Grant, Janie Burns, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter. Continue to pray with 
for Grace Lee and Deacon James Smith and Robert Martin and Imogene McCray and Sarah Billups and Minnie Pegs. We are remembering them in prayer, calling Bernetta Pearson's name and David Pearson and Janie Burns. Continuing to pray for our young member brother, Jeremiah. We have not forgotten you. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy of the praise. Despite the fact that many on this list are going through, that are having some life experiences that are challenging, you're worthy of the praise. You're worthy of the praise because we stand here and watch here realizing that you have been good to us. That in fact, you have been better to us than we've been to ourselves. That through your infinite mercy and grace, you looked beyond our faults and you saw our needs. God, we lift up those who have called in, who emailed in their names to be lifted in prayer. We thank you, God, for we recognize we serve a God that hears our prayers and is moved by our prayers, oh God. And so, God, whatever these whose names we have called stand in need of God, in the name of Jesus, I said in the name of Jesus, touch, heal, and deliver. For we recognize, oh God, that you have all power in your hands. And you can do anything but fail. God, we lift up our church. We lift up this collection of believers, God, who call themselves the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. God, we ask that you touch our church, that you touch our members, that you bless our families right now. We lift up every church that's open in your name. God, we recognize that we are still living in trying times. We recognize that disease is still running rampant and people's lives are still being impacted even now. But we stand here asking you, God, to have mercy on us, to give us the strength to pick ourselves up and Go on and see what the end shall be. God, we want to say we love you today. We spend a lot of time petitioning you. We spend a lot of time asking you for things. We want to pause right now just to say thank you. Thank you for our help. Thank you for our strength. Thank you 
for regulating our minds. Thank you for continually making a ways out of no way. Even when we don't realize it, we know that you are protecting us and keeping us even right now. Thank you because you woke us up this morning. Thank you because you started us out on our way. Thank you because you put it in our minds to come and to worship in this corporate setting. Thank you, oh God, because we turned on our computers and our iPads and tuned in for a word from the Lord. Thank you for this day. This day we've never seen before. And this day we shall never see again. Cause us, God, to be good stewards of this day. And we will be ever so careful to give you the praise, give you the honor which belongs to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said together, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Y'all going to have to keep that in the rotation. Because then whenever I hear that song, it reminds me how blessed we truly are. And sometimes we need to pause and recognize that he is worthy the way we want things to turn out, but he's always worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. 
sometimes sometimes we take a grant granted for some of the experiences that we have God is worthy got a text from my brother with a bit of good news and he said he got a decent report from the doctor said the thing had shrunk hallelujah had shrunk worthy is the lamb and while he still has a ways to go, and I know he's tired, and I know it's difficult, but brother, hold on. Every sickness is not unto death. These small victories we need to take notice of. And I'm feeling some kind of way, not only by that word. And you may not get this connection, but I'm I'm in a place and I'm in a space where I'm appreciating more the little things. The little moments of time that God has given unto us. So yesterday I was in the cold rain at Limbloom Park watching my nephew played football. We needed to have a family representative out there. His mom and his dad were working, and so one of us, somebody had to be out there. And I was sitting there cold and wet in the rain. And I was feeling some kind of way because I don't like being cold and wet. But I was witnessing my nephew doing something positive, playing the game he loves. But what got me, when we were walking to the car as I was about to take him home, he said, thank you, Unc, for being at my game. Now, y'all might miss that. But it grew even more for me because I recognize sometimes we need to say thank you to God for all that you have done for us. Not just the big things, but the little things. So it didn't mind being cold and wet. Because that nephew preached to me yesterday when he said thank you for being at my game. Now I can't say I'm going to be there the next game in the cold and the wet. But we've learned and we are learning that all we have is now. And we ought to use what God has given us this time for his glory. Thank you, Music Ministry, for syncing with the service this morning. Amen. Amen.
it's already been read in your hearing. Psalm 71, 20th verse. It's already been read. I want to speak from the subject, Lord, make me better. Lord, make me better. Psalm 71 has been attributed to David. Before David reached his middle years, his name had become a household word in Israel. Look at David's impressive resume. Shepherd boy, war hero, giant slayer. He had led Israel to military and political prominence. David was the second king in Israel's history and reigned for 40 years. As we look at Psalm 71, you will see that this psalm bears David's signature. Even if he didn't write it, he could have. For it flows like David's life flowed. It resembles him. This psalm looks and feels like David because it mirrors the extremes in David's life and the extreme in our lives. Because rarely is life for us an even flow. We really don't know from one day to the next what life will bring. Beloved, you know that life carries us from great joys to great sorrows, from great highs to great lows, from great pleasure to great pains. The rich and moving spiritual says it all. Sometimes I'm up and sometimes I'm down. Oh, Lord, sometimes I'm leveled to the ground. Oh, my Lord. I remember my brothers and I sitting on Saturday afternoon. We would watch the sports. And ABC Sports had this saying, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Beloved, aren't there times when life moves for us from the thrill of victory to the agony of defeat? That mother's heart that leaps for joy as her boy walks across the stage to receive his degree. But that same mother's heart can be broken when that boy is strung out on drugs and winds up in jail. Great joy on the one hand and great tears on the other hand. Great expectations and great disappointment. So 
is the way of life. Now we're told that this psalm was written as David had begun to see his power waning. His grip on the kingdom was slipping. And in other words, David was getting old. And I am a witness that with age comes slippage. Do I have a witness in here? With age comes loss of control, loss of influence, loss of physical strength and mental sharpness. This young, vibrant warrior king, this king was a combination of James Bond and Barack Obama and Paul Lawrence Dunbar. He, he was now in the sunset of his years when he writes this poetic masterpiece. Whether you're old or young, it seems to me that this is relevant for any age because it speaks of the highs and lows of life. Listen, young folk may have more highs than lows, but if you keep living, you will have more lows than highs. In fact, we sometimes, I think, do our young people a disservice by thinking that they don't have problems. Let me tell you something. Young people have their own highs and lows. Some young folk have been through a whole lot of stuff in their short span of their years. So David went through a whole lot of stuff even before he became king. While yet only a boy, only a boy, he was put in charge of protecting his father's sheep, and he had to fight lions and bears. David had to go up against a giant with only a slingshot and five smooth stones when he killed Goliath. And when he killed Goliath, he all of a sudden became a national hero. They gave David a ticker tape parade down Michigan Avenue while the women followed singing, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. By now, David had reached celebrity status. He was appearing next week on The View. They sought his autograph everywhere he went. They followed him wherever he went. But David had some troubles too. King Saul put a contract out on his life. So he had to flee into the hills. And later on when he became king, it didn't get any better. But one day, he walked out on his balcony and saw a beautiful woman named Cardi B. 
since he was the king, he, he decided, I, I, I want her. And, and because of his act of adultery, he tried to hide that act of committing premeditated murder and had Bathsheba's husband killed, who was out on the battlefield fighting for him. Here was an ego-driven monarch who thought he had the right to have whatever he wanted, whomever he wanted, whenever he wanted it. A man who ruled the nation but had trouble in his own house. A good king but a bad father. His own son, Absalom, tried to take his father's throne. And that same son, Absalom, killed his half-brother, Amnon, for violating their sister, Tamar. You talk about a soap opera. And so David says, I've seen trouble. I know what trouble is about. I've been in the depths of hell and back. I've been betrayed by my friends. I've been disappointed by my own flesh and blood. I've had to bury a child of my adulterous relationship. I had to mourn the loss of a son. I felt forsaken by my mother and my father. Now my strength is beginning to fail. My grip is beginning to slip. My influence is beginning to wane. My steps are beginning to weaken. And and you know, my brothers and sisters, some people will take advantage of you when you are weak. I need to say that again, because that's why it's so important that we need to get our house in order before we die. Oh, y'all don't hear me this morning. We need to get our business straight before we weaken and lose some of our mind. Because if you live long enough, you're going to lose some of your mind. And people will take advantage of you. Sometimes it's your own flesh and blood. Sometimes it can be your own children because when we're strong, everybody wants to be around us. But when we get weak, old and feeble, We got to make it by ourselves. Some people will take advantage of you. Some people can't wait for you to fall. Some people can't wait for you to make one mistake. Oh, I can't get no help here. Uh, Susan, you can follow nine commandments, but break one of them, and they're ready to stone you. That's why you got to stay close to the Lord. That's why you got to pray 
without ceasing. That's why you got to stay down on your knees. That's why you got to go to church, not just once a month or twice a month, but you need to be in church either on stream or in person every single Sunday. Because if you don't stay in the word, see, people love you when you are doing well. Y'all remember Mike Tyson, how many millions of dollars went through his fingers? While he had his millions, everybody was hanging around him, getting a piece of the pie. But have you seen that brother lately? He had to, he's had to get back in the ring. People love you when you're strong. But don't get weak. Don't make not one mistake. And the same ones who were with you in the beginning will stone you. So David said, I know what it's like to be on top. I, I know what it's like to be a celebrity. I, I know what it's like to be popular and, and the special guest. Uh, at the party. I know what it's like to have songs composed in my honor, but, but I also know what it's like to be down. I've been up, says David, but I also have been down. So he says to the Lord in this prayer of the 71st Division of Psalms, he says, when my strength is gone, do not forsake me. When my enemies see an opportunity to defeat me, to humiliate me, even to kill me, come quickly, Lord, and help me. Now, here is a man who has a choice, like us. Either he can allow the trouble in his life to make him bitter, or he allows the trouble in his life to make him better. And God knows David has been through enough to make anybody bitter. And don't fool yourself. There are, there are some bitter folks in the world. Oh, oh I, I know I'm right. You got some bitter neighbors. Uh, you might even have some bitter neighbors or friends on your row or in your section. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. You got some bitter family members. You got some people, bitter people, not only in the world, but get this. You got some bitter folk in the church because life has beaten them so badly until they have become bitter. All of their joy is gone. All of their dreams have turned to nightmares. All of their hopes have fizzled. Life has not turned out the way they wanted it to. They live sad lives. Whenever they walk, there is a brooding shadow that ho hovers over. They live their lives in a minor key. And no matter what they do, they can't sing to climb out of their despair. Even singing amazing grace don't work. The bottle of Hennessy don't do it. The needle in the arm doesn't do it. 
shopping at the mall doesn't do it. Partying all night long doesn't do it. They are bitter because life has not turned out the way they expected. They are bitter because that job that was so exciting let them go bitter because their children didn't turn out the way they hoped. Bitter because a relationship ended in separation and divorce. Bitter because they were not raised in a home where there was love and affection. Bitter because old age is creeping up and sickness is wearing them down. Bitter because somebody else got what they thought they should have had. Bitter because of somebody else's successes and their failures. Bitter because they are not where they wanted to be at this stage of their lives. Bitter because they're of their race and their ethnic background. There are some bitter folks in here. There are some bitter folk watching on our stream. So David says, if anybody got a right to be bitter, I've got a right. Especially since Oprah don't call me anymore. The women are not following me anymore singing a song composed in my honor. I'm, I'm not a celebrity anymore. And you know, people will easily forget what you've already done. You didn't hear me today. They will easily forget what you've already done. Oh, yeah, they, they want to know what have you done for me lately. And, and sometimes I think we don't understand that even, even in our relationships, in our marriages, and, and when I was in the military and, and counseled young people, I told them that you are, 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 if you are not prepared to be with your mate when the wrinkles come, when the firmness, oh, don't look this way, is gone. Because when you are young, everything is romance. All the bells are ringing and the whistles are going off. But if you are not prepared for the hard times, if you're not prepared for old age, if you're not prepared for the wrinkles, when, when, when the cologne is substituted for ointment, and you go to bed not smelling like perfume, but you go to bed smelling like being gay. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. It's easy to love somebody when the mood is right. Put a little Luther on. Little sparkling wine. Glistening fireplace. Anybody can tell you I love you, honey. But what about when you get sick? What about when you can't function uh, like you used to function? Oh, some of y'all get that on the way home. What about, what about when your mind begins to go? Will you love me tomorrow? Folks, forget what you've already done for them in the past. But David says, 
there's another alternative. David said, I've had many and bitter troubles, but there's another way. I've been down, but I don't have to stay down. I, I may be weak, but I know who's strong. I may be tired, but I do know where my help comes from. I, I may be coming through some trouble now, but David says, I'm going to praise him anyhow. He says, I will ever praise you. I'm not going to stop praising you because times are bad. I'm not going to stop praising you because of trouble in my life. I'm going to praise you when I'm up, and I'm going to praise you when I'm down. See, praise isn't something you can turn on and turn off. That's why saying stuff like, I'm going to get my praise on ain't biblical. I understand what you mean, but you can't turn on and off praise. Praise for a Christian ought to be constant. Praising him when you feel like it and praising him when you don't feel like it. Praising him is not uh, how high you jump on Sunday and how long you shout or how long you pray. You have to praise him in your walk and in your talk and when you leave here on Sunday. David says, trouble can make me bitter, or my troubles can make me better. Listen to what he says in the Psalms. Though you have made me see trouble many and bitter, you will restore my life again from the depths of the earth you will bring me up again. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. In other words, don't worry about what folks say about you. Don't worry about what man can do. If man knocks you down, God can bring you up. For it's important to understand that it ain't what you do for yourself. It's what the Lord can do for you. And the Lord had to keep reminding Israel that you didn't do this. I did it. Remember, says the Lord, I brought you through. I parted the Red Sea and you walked across on dry land. I gave you bread to eat and water to drink in the wilderness. I guided you with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. I rolled back the waters of the Jordan and caused the walls of Jericho to come tumbling down. I put you in the land flowing with milk and honey. Don't forget, you didn't do this. I did it. And David said, in the midst of my troubles, God will restore me. What David is suggesting is that trouble doesn't have to make you bitter. It can make you better. Because in another one of David's Psalms, didn't he say in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion. In fact, when I read through the Psalms, 
I don't see a bitter man, but I see a better man. Listen to what I see. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. Let us not forget that first song. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And I'm not through yet. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. But there is more. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Uh, the Lord is uh, the strength of my life. Uh, of whom shall I be afraid? Uh, but there's more, church. Uh, I will bless the Lord uh, at all times. Uh, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, make a joyful noise. Uh, make a joyful noise uh, unto the Lord all ye last. Uh, but there is more. Uh, I will lift up my eyes uh, unto the hills uh, from whence cometh my help. Uh, my help. Uh, my help uh, comes from the Lord uh, who made heaven and the earth. Uh, but there's more. Let everything, uh, let everything, uh, let everything, uh, let have breath. Uh, praise ye the Lord. Uh, praise him. Uh, praise him. Uh, praise him. Uh, let everything, uh, let everything, uh, praise ye the Lord. Lord, make me better. Is there anybody in here that's been through some trouble? You got a choice. You can either let them troubles make you bitter or make you better. Lord, make me better. When trouble comes, when sickness overwhelms my body, when I don't know what to do, when my children are disappointing me, when I lose my job, uh, when I'm growing old and feeble, Lord, make me better. So even when this body begins to fail, and it will, uh, you can, you can, you can be strong in the Lord. I don't know about you this morning, but I want to be better. I said I want to be better. I want to be better in my walk. I want to be better in my witness. I said I want to be better in my family. I want to be better in my church. Uh, I don't want to be bitter. Uh, I want to be better. I want to be better. I want to be better. Lord, make me better. The word of God 
for the people of God. And all of God's people said, Amen. We're going to open the doors of the church today. Perhaps there's someone here or someone who's watching on our stream that would like to give their life to the Lord, who desires not to be bitter, but wants to be better. If that person is you, you're watching on a stream, won't you just send us your name and your email address? Someone from our church will follow up with you. One of our deacons will extend an invitation to you, go over the plan of salvation, and invite you to be a part of this church. If you're in the room, we don't want to take advantage, uh, take it for granted that everyone here is in the ark of safety. If you are here today and you don't have a church home and you know that you are not in right relationship with Jesus Christ, we are extending invitation to you to join with us here now. You can just stand, you can come, but we want you to be a part of our fellowship. The Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Is there one? If you on, if you're streaming live, we're praying for you. There's several people on our screen right now that have verbally shared with me that they want to be a part again of this fellowship. I know you're waiting. But all we have is now. All we have is this moment right now. Won't you come? Won't you respond? Won't you consider Ebenezer as your church home? Amen. One more time. I surrender. I I surrender. I Someone wants to ask me, said, Pastor, uh, you sure like to sing? I said, yeah. They said, why? I said, because I like to praise the Lord in many ways. And I said, besides, I wasn't a PK. Y'all know what a PK is. I wasn't a PK. 
I was an okay. Y'all like what that mean? I was an organist kid. So I knew all the words to the song. May not known all the keys to the song. But I knew all the words. And so let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So stop asking me why. Because I ain't going to never stop. So either you're going to go deaf or you're going to learn to like the music I sing. Praise the Lord. I'm just messing with y'all, but uh, we thank God for another Sunday. Thank you to all of those, to our special guests who were here with us this morning, who have blessed us yet again. What's the name of y'all group? They don't have a name? MT, MTCJ. M, say again? MTCJ. MTCJ. Y'all buy the Pray. album. All right. We thank you for blessing us once again. Thank you for your ministry and music. Thank you for all of our musicians, the media ministry, the ushers who are in place. Uh, they are hold, keep holding it down, making certain we are socially distanced. Praise the Lord. So we got plenty of good room. Y'all know that, that old spiritual right? Plenty of good room. Plenty of good room in our Father's kingdom. Well, there's plenty of good room in Ebenezer. We got a balcony, too. So this is a great socially distanced place for you to come and worship. We certainly encourage you, encourage you to get the vaccine uh, as we want to continue to get through this season of pandemic. Let us stand for our benediction. And now unto him who's a... Thank you so very much. Thank you. This is beautiful. I can't wait to get in it since I've lost pandemic pounds. Praise the Lord. So, but <laughs> thank you so very much for your thoughtfulness and for your kindness. I am humbled uh, by this and I can't wait to get in it. Um, I am grateful to be here. I am grateful to serve the place of my youth where I grew up, and uh, as I said, uh, many times I'm going to give everything I have to Ebenezer. I didn't come to hurt you. I've come to be a blessing. Uh, I come to capitalize off that which so many of you who are here and those who have gone on to glory have imparted to me and poured into me. Um, I'm a proud son of this church, and um, I am just so grateful. Thank you, Deacon. Uh, Thank you. Dr. King, uh, for the presentation. 
uh, and I'm going to wear it in good health, and I'm, I'm just so very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you before his Father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Mic check. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah. They ain't need to hear me no way. It's all right.
together. So y'all know I was, I'm working over here, but I'm watching too. And, 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 and folks shouldn't have to pump and prime you to praise the Lord. Let me help you. If you can't clap now, then heaven is going to be a problem for you. If you can't shout now, heaven is going to be a problem for you. Let's see in heaven. 